It's 2.35 a.m. Eastern Time. I can't sleep. So I'm just going to postulate on what I've been thinking about and really what's been keeping me up. I've been thinking a lot about mental illness um, and just how it affects your friendships and your relationships. Really, the problem with mental illness as I see it is that you don't feel like you fit well in really either category. So let me elaborate. There are the friends that are doing well with their life, so to speak, uh, emotionally, physically, financially, uh, spiritually, mentally, at the five categories that I like to split life into. Those friends find themselves to be doing pretty good in all these, all these areas. They'd probably say maybe eight out of ten times, seven out of ten times they're, they're thriving in those areas, or they're at least succeeding. When I find myself interacting with people like that, it's always an odd scenario for me because I don't feel as though eight or seven out of ten times I'm succeeding in all of these areas. In fact, I feel like I'm probably closer to a five or a six out of ten in overall success in my life in these areas. And so it's interesting because I'm able to put on a good uh, maybe a facade is the word of socializing. I'm able to communicate. I'm able to talk and just kind of keep the vibe going, so to speak. Um, but I don't really feel as the same way a lot of these people feel. They talk about, you know, they're buying their third home or their second rental. Um, I don't own a home. They're talking about their living with their long-term partner for X amount of years, and they're thinking about having kids. Uh, I've never been in a relationship that lasted longer than a year, maybe a year and a half. Um, they're talking about their brand nice new car. Um, and my car is, what, nine, ten years old? And so I think it's not even so much comparison because I don't want it to be that I'm comparing myself to other people. I think it's projection. Um, I think when you're in a group of people who are all happy with themselves and happy with their lives and that's a regular part of their day-to-day, -day, they project that onto other people, right? Especially other people that they're close with or that they enjoy spending time with or that they see regularly. They say, well, I'm enjoying my, my day. I'm having a good time. Why is this Starbucks barista, for example, unhappy? Why is this person at the desk, for example, unhappy? Why is this person in the street, for example, unhappy? They effectively live in a bubble of their own making, that is kind of an, it's an echo chamber of joy. And again, I don't think this is a bad thing. In fact, if anything, it's probably a good thing. It's a way to protect your own mental health, your emotional health, your physical health, your, your overall sanity by having a positive outlook on life. But it definitely doesn't do me any favors on the outside, uh, I guess, pretending in, because they're so, they're having such a good life, right? And I'm looking at them like, I'm not at this point. I'm not at this point where I can just move around and be happy all the time. I'm not at this point where I'm able to uh, easily attach to people. I'm not at this point where I look at myself in the mirror and I'm happy with my physical health. Um, I'm not at this point where I look at my accounts, I look at my net worth, and I'm happy with my financial well-being. I'm not at any of these points where I am you know, even spiritually, I, I would look at spiritually really as a as a motive for direction in your life. And I'm definitely not at a point where I can look uh, inward and say that I know where I'm headed. 
And so I find that the problem with, yeah, as I've said with that is that you just can't really connect. Um, you're just playing the part, you know, you're dancing around the dance floor, but you're not really, you're not going to hold on to any partners. You have no idea what you're doing on this dance floor. Um, and then on the other side, you have other people, you know, fellow friends that are probably, that are also mentally ill, whether they're depressed, um, have anxiety, bipolar disorder, um, any, any host of things. And the problem on this end is protecting your energy. I find that whenever I'm speaking to my friends who are mentally ill, uh, majority of them are struggling with depression, um, I always leave the conversations drained, just entirely drained. And it is such a painful process because on the one hand, I want to be with them and I want to communicate with them. And I want to be the friend that is able to say, I can stay up till X amount of time in the morning talking with you about whatever it is that's bothering you. But that's unrealistic, right? That's a high school fantasy. And the truth of the matter is that, you know, after a set amount of time, whether your limit is uh, 20 minutes, whether it's an hour, whether it's two hours, uh, you just become exhausted. All of your emotional energy has been drained from this person who is having this complaining episode, I would guess, about their life. But from the point of view of someone who is already mentally ill, you know that they're not just complaining or dumping all of this on you. They're this is an episode, right? This is a depressive episode. This is an anxious episode. This is a bipolar episode. And you try to do the best that you can to support them while you still have the energy to do so. And so it's really just not a great place to be. You can't communicate um, You can't communicate for long periods of time with your friends that will understand and will relate. Because if the both of you do, you just drain each other's energy. And you can't communicate with the friends that are feeling good and are doing well with their lives because, well, they don't want to have to deal with that kind of energy drain, but also you just don't feel like you can relate. It's almost like being on a rowboat in the ocean and, you know, you've got some people who are on a yacht who are next to you and then the others are on a piece of wood and just clinging on for dear life and you say, you know, I can't jump out of this boat and there's not enough space in this in this canoe. Maybe we should call it a kayak, but there's not enough space in this canoe to help the person over there struggling. Person over there struggling with the, the board of wood on. So I'm just going to, you know, maybe I'll toss them a line and we'll they'll tie it to the rope and you know, I will paddle us both to shore. But then you look over and see the yacht and say, hmm, I could jump on there. I could I could get off this canoe, I could get off this kayak and climb up onto the yacht, but you would have no idea how to act. What what do people up here do? I've never been in this situation. I've never lived this life. Um, and maybe you can pretend for as long as you can, but you know, at some point it, you're just gonna reach you're gonna reach a breaking point. So yeah, that's really what's just mulling around my brain today. I'm really thinking about it. It it really occurs to me I don't have any good friends that I can have an actual conversation about mental health or mental illness with where I don't feel like I'm either being a burden or I'm being drained. And I do have good friends, credit, just credit to my friends. I do have a really good support network. I do have a lot of people in my corner that want to see me win. And I appreciate them for that. And I think that they're great. Um, but just, you know, by no 
fault of their own. Um, a lot of them just don't know how to deal with it. And the ones that do have a lot of issues of their own and they need to protect their own energy. And, and I understand that. Um, I just wish that it wasn't so. Living with mental illness, living with um, depression primarily, it just it feels like there is this gray cloud over your brain constantly. It's like persistent brain fog. That's this is what mine manifests as. It's almost it's persistent brain fog. It's like it's it's very hard to plan long term. It's very hard to remember things. It's very hard to have any thoughts about the future. It's perhaps the best comparison is driving on the highway when it's warm and sunny outside versus driving on the highway during a thunderstorm. Imagine how your outlook on where you are going would change if every time you were driving on the highway it was constantly a thunderstorm and you look over and people are flying by you far past the limit. They're going 140, 160 and you say, how on earth are they able to go that fast? And you talk to them and they tell you that they've got perfect visibility. They can see hundreds of kilometers ahead. Uh, they can see all the way to the next bend. They know when the next on-ramp is going to be. They, they can perfectly see exactly where they're going. But you're chugging along at <laughs> 100 kilometers, 90 kilometers, 80 kilometers an hour. You've got the windshield wipers going at max, and you can barely see 10 feet in front of you. That's really what it feels like. You're just like, I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what's happening. I'm just moving. So I guess I'll end this on a positive note and say for myself and really for anyone else who's struggling with mental health, um, depression, bipolar, rampant anxiety, chronic um, any sort of chronic mental health issue, um, I'd want to congratulate you. I want to say that, you know, you're doing great to continue moving forward. Um, even though it is scary, um, even though it is worrying, even though you see yourself basically crawling along, like I said, you're on the highway and you're going below the speed limit and there's people that are flying by beside you, um, as long as you continue to keep moving, you're going to get to your destination. And it doesn't matter that the person to your left is going to get there three years before you, four years before you, ten years before you. It doesn't matter because it's your story, it's your journey, and most importantly, it's your life. No one gets to live your life but you. So take, take that to heart. Um, take that to heart the next time you're interacting with your friends you feel like you're being a burden to those around you, or you feel like your energy is being drained trying to support someone else. Just remember to take care of yourself. Um, it is your life. And as long as you keep pushing, pushing forward, you know, you're doing better than you did the day before. Thanks for listening.